Hello, and welcome to today's issue of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and like always, is my co-host and my good friend, Steve Haynes. Steve Haynes, how you doing today, my good friend? I am doing great. I'm ready to kick off the week. Yeah. And I'm ready to start it with today's episode, Chapter 11, The Road to Terran Ferry. Is it Terran or Taran? Mm, what did they say on the audiobook? I read this one. Uh, Taran. Taran it is. Taran? <laughs> Just go by what the audiobook here uh, Always. Says. Always, 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 always. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're picking up where we left off last week where the adventure is starting. We are on the adventure now. We are on our way to uh, the, the ultimate destination here is Tarvalon. But right now, they're just trying to get across the river called the Tarin, which is a northern river that is uh, it's a northern it's a river that's north of uh, Emmons Field and along the North Road, along the North Road, and to get to uh, their first city, their first kind of like point to for their journey, they have to cross the Tarin River, and the only way to do that is to get to the Tarin Ferry. Uh, but it's a it's a long way to go there, and so the so right off the bat, they're like hauling ass. They're hauling ass through the forest. What like we said in the last uh, episode here, uh, they're being pursued. Yeah, uh, they saw they saw a jakar in the sky, but as they're like, but it didn't see them. It didn't see them, so they're still safe for the moment. But as they're as they're riding through. Uh, they start getting tired and they decide to take a little bit of a, a, a like a two second break, even though Lan is like, what are we doing? Like, we got to keep going. Like, we, we're not, out the, we're literally not out of the woods yet. We still have yeah. to keep going here. And yeah, well, Tom wants to stop. Tom wants to go celebrate a little, uh, a little bell time. Yeah. Cause they, bell, uh, bell team. yeah. Cause where they stop, it's actually just outside this other, uh, town this two rivers town called watch Watch hill Hill. yeah and as they're they're just outside the town and as they can kind of see inside to the town they see like a bunch of lights and stuff and some party because they're cell they're celebrating their beltine 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 and yeah gleeman's like i want to (laughs) party he's like guys guys they're having a beltine celebration (laughs) over there they got charcuterie boards (laughs) but as as they're kind of talking the whole thing though beyond beyond that is like yes he wants to go party and he wants to go take part of it and some people want to take a break there but the main thing is they're pointing out like it's a town where the no trollocs have been there have been no trolloc attacks yeah yeah there's no there there is no attack there and they're like completely oblivious to the whole event that happened in emmons field so it just goes to for, goes to show more that like Moraine is right, and it was a targeted attack looking for the these kids that that are on this quest right now. You know, yeah. So it's not just random. It's clearly they're they're after them, and yeah. uh, so Lan is like, no, we have to cross the river, and uh, everyone protesting is like, well, listen, I know you're saying that, but like, look how tired the horses are. Yeah, the, yeah. The horses need sleep, and then Moraine starts just going. Boop, 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 and just healing them horses up. Yeah, <laughs> which I which I started thinking like, well, like 
she did the same thing to Tam. I think uh, it seemed a lot more difficult. It seemed a lot more difficult, but these are these horses aren't like on death's door. They're not being poisoned or anything like that. But the, they are tired, and as she's just like kind of like petting them and like transfer transferring her force energy into them, it's just kind of giving them. Uh, it filled up their stamina bars. Yeah, yeah, it it, it maxed out their stamina stats, so that he yeah. could continue on with the quest with the rest of the party. Um, but as she's doing this, they hear a screech. <laughs> from above them and a Jakar uh flies just above them and it basically like it sees them the Jakar and sees them. I love the description of the scream because it's uh it says a man it sounded like a man dying under sharp knives <laughs> that's amazing I mean that would be it's terrifying <laughs> yeah but it's so loud that it startles everybody and most specifically rand's horse cloud uh freaks out and bolts with rand on top of him i feel like we don't talk enough about the horses names but they're good ones. well i was i was kind of uh i was kind of debating that when we, when we were talking about this chapter it was like should we mention like the horses names because it's kind of important uh, Rand is on a horse named Cloud. Uh, Egwene is on Bella, Cause he, which is because he loves Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it loves Final Fantasy VII. That it's got blonde. It's got a beautiful blonde mane and a giant sword. <laughs> yep. And Egwene rides. Yeah, Bella. Bella. Um, who's Tom riding again? Mm, I don't have the name of Tom's horse. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I we get. I think we get some of the names, or we got more than names. We'll get them as we go, but I think from now on we need to acknowledge all horses. Yeah, as as uh, I kind of want to do players. an all horse episode. Yeah, why not? What's what's the problem with that? We'll do it for next year's Beltine. <laughs> I wonder if there's a specific date for Bel for Beltine. You know, probably in a month that doesn't exist. <laughs> we'll make it exist. Uh, let's so the, just make it like a Christmas. So the Drakar, the Drakar is screaming like a man stuck under a bunch of knives, and uh, Lan is like, Lan goes into in a serious soldier mode. Yeah, and he's like, everyone, get on them horses, horses in the back, let's move, let's let's and, roll, uh, and then some chase music starts, and they are on the move. Yep. And being a Drakkar. Yeah. Now, I think before we go any further, because we've already said the word Drakkar a lot. Yeah, we should, we should uh, jump into that glossary. With our equivalent of the glossary, because the Drakkar is not in the glossary, but I found oh, yeah. um, I found a little something to say about it on wiki on Wikipedia. Are so you on are you on the regular Wikipedia or the, the Eye of the World Wikipedia? I'm on the Eye of the World Wikipedia. Cool. Okay. Go on. Proceed. <clears throat> the Drakkar are remnants of humans, most likely created by the Aganor with the other Shadow Spawn in order to assist the Dark One. The Drakkar appears as a tall man, but the pale skin and the large, soulless eyes set them apart. They can also shroud themselves in their huge bat-like wings, which enable them to soar across the skies when hunting like a bird of prey. 
Drakkar can attack from overhead and cause some damage, but their strength does not lie in physical blows. Although they have sharp talons on their hands that can catch you as they fly, a Drakkar's main attack is their kiss. When in close proximity, the Drakkar can hypnotize a victim with a soft, murmuring song, drawing the victim in before devouring the life and soul from the person. A lifeless shell is left. Sometimes it appears as one of the living dead. Other times it looks like a body, dead two days, with no marks on it. Dun dun. I love, excuse me, I love kind of how specific that entry is. Whoever wrote that Wikipedia page entry, I love, I, maybe it has to do with the plot later on, but like the fact that it's it looks two days dead. Not three, not one. Well, three days dead dead is when things start to get a little gross. Two days dead is when things look real dead, though, but not, you know, (laughs) too gross. It looks real dead, though, but not that gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, they're flying away from (laughs) Man-Bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Man-Bat mixed with, like, poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. That's trying to kiss him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just screaming like a man stuck under knives. (laughs) flying at you like is he naked does he does he have does he have a dick (laughs) i've got a picture in front of me and uh we have genitals i i i can't tell but i am disturbed by what i'm looking at there's no lady drakars right that is yet to be seen i have no idea i would assume so i mean they look like a tall man but they're not. They're like, they're Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're Batman. They're man bats. Man bats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think it has to come up. It has to. I don't know. It, it, I, I think it depends on the personal preference of the, the mirror draw and probably even Balsamon. You know? Yeah. Maybe All they're right. like. Maybe they decided like uh, the the uh, women Drakkar might be more uh, fit for a different thing, or maybe they're just more powerful. I don't know. I'm trying to be very politically correct here. Well, hopefully we find out. Yeah, <clears throat> weeks to come, weeks and so, days to come. As the, as the Drakkar is uh, coming after them. Uh. Somebody yells something, and then uh, Moraine goes like, "I, you can't, we can't fight it. Like it's too strong. You can't even like even if when you can see it, it's hard to fight it." And then she starts summoning a fog around them, kind of like the yeah. like a like a smoke screen. And this is kind of like, this is kind of get becoming not a problem, but something that I'm noticing with this uh, this whole one power true source thing is that it's becoming whatever the plot needs it to be. Now it can be anything. It could be anything. Like, really, yeah. it could be anything. Like, she could probably, like, shoot a projected image of a giant troll monster thing to uh, to distract the mirror, the, the, the Jakar. But she doesn't do that. She do, does a fog instead. But that, you know what I mean. Like, it's starting to become uh, whatever the plot needs it to be. And I, I don't know if I have a problem with that. Because, like, you know, I grew up with Star Wars, and the Force is that. The Force is... <laughs> Whatever. Well, the force the force used to have rules that's all i'm saying yeah you're we that's i want to get into it that's a different podcast um but you know what i mean like it's it's 
the, we don't know the exact rules yet. Maybe there's more rules to this than we know because the I for sure those for sure rules. I mean, there's yeah. 14 books in the series. There's got to be rules. There's got to be a little bit of a rule book in there. Just a tiny yeah. one. Yeah, it's <clears throat> a handbook. Exactly. Um. So she sets up the fog, and they finally make it. Their, they finally get their make their way to uh, Tarn Ferry, where they meet uh, Master Hightower, who's and uh, it's like I just want to say like it's like dense fog. Like they ride through that fog for hours. Yeah, and there I think they there's a passage in the book where they're just like they can't see two feet in front of them sometimes. Like yeah. it, and I, I guess that's what they have to do because that Jakar like needs to tell that Jakar can. Mess them up, man. Yep. You know, but yeah, they or meet. It, uh, sorry, go ahead. Or like, or the Jakar would tell the <clears throat> the mirror draw, the fade, where they are, which could be even worse. Oh, that's way worse because yeah. then they both know where you are. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, they get to Taran Ferry and they meet Master High uh, Master Hightower, who's a curmudgeonly old man, and uh, they're like, "We got to cross the river," and he's like, "Are you kidding me? No." I don't want to it's, like it's the middle of the night and it's fog. It's foggy everywhere. I'm old like, and it's foggy. <laughs> come back when it's daytime and no fog. No fog and yeah, and they give him a bunch of gold. The warder gives him a bunch of gold. Y- yeah, the warder gives him a bunch of gold, and then we're, and he says like, "We'll give you half more when we cross the river." And he looks at the gold and he goes, "I'll be back." Yep, and that and does it. That yeah, and that that does the trick for our group, and that does the trick. For this episode, because that is the end of the chapter. Yeah, they're still in they're still in hot pursuit or being in hot. The what's the proper way to say that? I wouldn't say hot pursuit. They're being pursued, but they've yeah. escaped for the time being. Yeah, they've they've got away just enough to get across to the to start their journey across the river. But we won't know what how that goes until we get into it tomorrow with uh, chapter twelve. So, I like to think that the Drakkar just flew around in circles for four hours in the fog. He's a slack <laughs> knife knife man screaming at nothing. Just a slacker Drakkar that's like not really trying that hard. No, it's trying. It's just lost in the fog. Oh, really? I had a different I had a different arrow. It's just like ah, ah but, I scared him. I couldn't find listen, him. Hey, 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 shut sh- up. Sh- sh- but aren't we all a little lost in the fog? Thank you, and that is this week's episode, and we will see you tomorrow for chapter by chapter, chapter 12. <laughs> chapter 12. Come come on. That's a good one. <laughs> come and get it. Yeah, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Thank you so much. <laughs>